And we're back. This is the Inside Trip. I'm What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? I'm Brandon, along here with my partner, Ben, and we have made it, surprisingly, to episode two. Yeah, I apologize. I'm pretty loud, so I apologize for interrupting uh, you there, Brandon. And you know, the surprise of actually making it to, in- or to uh, episode two is, I think, less to do with um, how bad we did in episode one, which I don't think we did terrible. You know, the sound quality wasn't great. Hopefully this one's better. But the uh, last four hours that we spent in this room trying to figure out Audacity, the recording system, to make sure that we can actually record this for you. My brother actually came over last week. He's pretty savvy in this um, zone and hooked it up for us. This time we did it on our own. And after a lot of Googling and a lot of YouTube, we've managed to get it there. Uh, Hopefully we get it into your ears. So I don't know. So it's um, good to be with you, Brandon. I'm excited to uh, talk some wrestling. We had a great weekend. So let's talk. Likewise. Hey, by the way, we had 79 listeners last week. That was a shock. I hope a few of them at least come back to listen to us again. Well, my guess is that 65 of them was my wife and your wife listening from different um, types of things. Um, And then people that started it and after a minute of hearing me yell. Um, stopped listening. So hopefully some people actually get got got to listen to the Iron Man um, recap. But, um, you know, moving on. All right. Uh, well, yeah, before we get started, I just wanted to say I was looking at the Intermat High School rankings, top 40 high schools, and to my surprise, there are actually two Indiana teams in the top 40 right now, one of them being Portage High School, um, which, to my pleasure, um, reminds me of one of my favorite wrestlers from long ago. Um, Why do you have such an Indiana tie, though? Um, I actually spent my first couple years in Indiana um, when I started my wrestling career before transferring over here to Ohio. So I'm at, and I'm also originally from Indiana. But um, yeah, big props to Portage High School in Indiana, run by uh, one of my favorite all-time wrestlers, Leroy Vega, who's now the head coach. Is he really? He is. Um, Vega was actually a high school wrestler there um, before he um, was recruited by Minnesota. Yeah, went to Minnesota, didn't he? A couple times All-American, I think. Uh, he was a three-time All-American. He took fifth twice and then third once. Um, and the funny thing is, is he actually was not heavily recruited. Um, a lot of schools said that he was too short and would never be a good 125-pounder in college. That's what my so. wife told me. I was too short, but you know what? I wore her down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so anyway, just wanted to give a shout-out to Portage High School um, and head coach Leroy Vega there. Great things going on at that program. That sounds good. I mean, that's that's good to hear that some Indiana programs. You know, it's, it's always good when the Midwest is doing well in wrestling because it's typically the hotbed of wrestling. So it's nice to hear that, you know, schools just besides the, you know, the Ohio's and the Pennsylvanias are, you know, in the top 50. Absolutely. Uh, so where do you want to start out today, bud? Well, you know what? Um, if, for the listeners that heard last week, you, you heard that Brandon and I uh, took kind of a road trip this weekend, which was pretty awesome. So, you know, after I skirted out of work about 4 o'clock on Thursday, hopefully uh, my boss didn't see me, um, we ran up to the Missouri-Ohio State duel, and that was a fantastic duel. And then we ran to, um, after that, we went to Ironman. And decided to watch that that little tournament up there. But, you know, what I'd really like to start at is um, uh, the world championships for the non-Olympic weights. Because, to me, I think we got to give props to Logan Stieber, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as being a Buckeye fan, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's something we've all been waiting for, and I'm glad he finally was able to accomplish it. But for those who haven't heard, um, four-time Ohio High School state champion, four-time Ohio State national champion, and now we can officially call him a world champion. Logan Stieber went out this weekend and got the job done in what is arguably the toughest possible draw he could have had. 
Um, and he had some really, really clutch wins to capture that gold medal. Yeah, I tell you what. Well, he was also a four-time Big Ten champion. Uh, uh, you you well, kind yeah, of missed that. But I tell you what, he navigated a bracket that, uh, you know, the likes of which I haven't seen in a while in the world championships. You know, he starts off with a guy from Ukraine, and he, you know, he, he tech falls him. And that was, I think, in the, uh, you know, round of eight. But then after that, he goes into the quarters, and oh, all by, by the sudden, all of a sudden, you got the guy from Russia. Who you know we've heard about the Russian doping scandals, and so you know you've got a little concern here. And we start to watch that match, and you know Logan is going back and forth. And you know Logan he even admits him admits to himself that he's a gunslinger. Jeff Jaggers, the um, uh, one of the associate coaches at Ohio State, admits, look, look, Logan's a gunslinger, and he's not going to stop gunslinging. He's high volume. He's going to score a ton of points, but at the same time, he might give up a ton of points. Well, and that's exactly what happened in this quarterfinals. And, Brandon, I know you and I watched this match. Unfortunately, we missed it. Um, we missed it uh, because we were at Ironman, but we did get to watch it on the ride home from Ironman. More me than you. I was kind of giving you the play-by-play. And he was down in this quarterfinal match, I think, with eight seconds left. And then, you know, the feed goes Just out. the one where the feed great. went yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, the feed goes out. And so we're like, did he win? Did he lose? We, I mean, we knew he won because we looked at the results. But um, apparently he got a takedown that was challenged and ends up beating the Russian in the quarterfinals. 12 so, to 11, right? 13-11. Uh, 13-11. So wrestles the Ukrainian first, and then he gets the Russian. And then after that, he gets the Iranian. And if anybody that knows anything about international wrestling, well, those are some pretty darn good states. Um, gets to wrestle the Iranian to a... Countries. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Iran and Russia is a country. Yeah, they are countries. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I've had about... Uh, look, we had a long, we, it took us a long time to set this podcast up, and I've been drinking a couple of beers. Um, so we get to wrestle the uh, country of Iran, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, and I apologize, but Logan Steber goes out there, and he's down, I think... Uh, you know, he's down by two, or, or he's down by one. No, he's down by two. He's down 8-6. Eight, 8-6, six. Eight, six, um, yeah. with, uh, And we, we watched the replay on the clock. He's down by 8-6 with like eight seconds left, and he's grinding, he's grinding. He gets this underhook, and it's really just like an underhook throw-by to a knee pick, I think, was this match. Yep. Um, And gets the two, and then they, I love how um, UWW, United World Wrestling, you can look it up on their website, plays it back, and literally they have this slow-mo countdown, and he gets it. Gets it with one second left. Yeah, okay, to win the semifinals match. I mean, that is crazy. So That's basically, clutch. yeah, he does it twice. He does it two times in a row. Beats the Russian in the last eight seconds. Beats the Iranian in the last eight seconds. And then he gets to go on and he gets to wrestle in the finals against the guy from Georgia. Um, and, you know, that match, it was a battle. It was 8-4. Ended 8-4. But, you know, the, the Georgian um, did, certainly didn't give up. It certainly wasn't an easy match. Um, you know, and he gets that win and becomes a world gold medalist um, at 61 kilograms. That is a fantastic for the United States, and that is fantastic for the Ohio Regional Training Center, and that is fantastic for Logan Stieber, a guy who, you know, Frank Molinaro, um, you know, from the Nate Lyon Wrestling Club, who was our representative at 65 kilograms at the Olympics, deserved it, and he wrestled outstanding, but... You know, we all thought that Logan, you know, may have been a better guy to go there. You know, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, of course, we're obviously a little bit biased. Um, I think his style might be a little better sure. for the international style. Um, he can definitely score points. Um, he's always looking to score points. Um, you know, so I'm glad he was able to have this chance to go out in the non-Olympic weight world championships and get that gold medal. Um, 
you know, it's a shame that they've cut out all the weight classes in the international yeah. styles. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I think a lot of people have talked about this in the past. Um, I'm really looking forward to see what this does for his confidence moving forward. Now that he's kind of, you know, got the proverbial monkey off his back and got that gold medal, um, that rule, you know, that ruled medal. Um, well, and I think the question then is, you know, what does he do next? Because remember, we've got we got worlds for the next three years before the Olympics, right? So that weight class is going to be there. Does Steber stay down for a couple of years and then say, all right, now I'm going to bulk back up to go to 65, or does he go? Because remember, he stayed at 65. Mm-hmm. He went up to 65 because he was training and lifting to go 65 kilograms to try to make the Olympic team. So now, does he stay down for a couple of years to? try to maybe win a couple more world medals or does he bump back up to 65 next year and compete for the world spot at one, at 65 kilograms and what i would say is logan you go out and get your gold medals at 61 and then maybe the year before when when we're getting closer to the olympic trials um, by then who knows who else is going to be there it's not just going to be frank molinero right it could be an aaron pico as well maybe you bump up then and try to put some put some mass on because he took that mass off pretty quick and 61 is his weight class. Yeah, 61 is definitely his ideal weight class. Um, I would I would have to think that his ultimate goal is to win the gold medal in the Olympics. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. I don't. But do think you do anybody, that? As, do you do that at the sacrifice of you know world medals? Um, I don't think anybody would blame him if he decided to stay down at 61 and go sure. after those world medals. Sure. But at the same time, I would not be surprised to see him up at 65 kilograms, um, looking to really kind of take ownership of that spot for the United States. Yeah. Uh, to be determined. Um, I guess we'll see in the future. Yeah, I, I you know, and, and uh, to kind of close off this, I, you know, congratulations, Logan Steber, because you know, not only have I heard that he is, not only do we know that he's a great wrestler, but I've also just heard he's a great person. Yeah, and it's kind of funny, you know, I think Ohio State recruiting him when they did and getting him to to commit to Ohio State is what really, I think, turned the program around as far as getting the the big-time recruits to come to Ohio State. I think he committed Um, as a sophomore. As a sophomore in high school. Um, And, you know, I... Ben and I, I think what our first our first trip to the national tournament was his um, redshirt freshman year. When well, my won. first trip that I wasn't wrestling in at the oh, national of tournament, course. Um, but that was you know that was our first trip to the national tournament. His redshirt <laughs> freshman sorry. year when he he won his first title, and we kind of made a commitment then that we were going to keep going back to see him win all four, and we did. Um, so you know we love rooting for him, we love what he's doing, and we hope he keeps it up. So best he's of luck. He's just in the a future. hammer on top, isn't he? Oh, he's you nasty. know, I, I know we didn't go through his matches so much besides just deciding, you know, you know, describing, you know, the final score. But I tell you what, he gets this little Nick Simmons, uh, who was a Michigan State guy back in the day, uh, who I think was on an Olympic team or at least a couple of world teams, and he kind of gets this little you know, headlock from the top and then just turns people. He's mean on top. He's a volume shooter from his feet and he can get to legs without what you would think would be a great setup, you know, just kind of like almost like a dive to the legs and, you know, congratulations to Logan Stever on that gold medal. James Green also competed, uh, went two and one at the 70 kilogram weight class um, that he uh, took third last year at that weight class. And so I, I, you know, I'm sure he's not, you know, thrilled that he's coming back two and one. But look, he's still, I think, our best option at 70 kilograms. He beat Jordan Oliver pretty convincingly in the finals of the um, non-Olympic weight uh, team trials. So, you know, James Green didn't didn't do exactly what he wanted to, but you know, I'm not down on James Green. If you know, if that makes any sense. Oh no, not at all. Um, 
Anyway, what is your thoughts on this whole Russian doping scandal? Oh man, I'm not I'm not really prepared to talk about it, to be honest with you. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I mean, but um, and seriously, I mean, do you you think it's fair that they're still allowed to enter all these tournaments while the scandal is still being investigated, and you know we're continuously to see um, their wrestlers or their athletes, you know, come out that medals are being stripped. They're having all these positive tests, sure, missing tests, sure. and it's not just the medals from Russia. It's it's a lot of the Soviet bloc countries. Um, I think Flo did a great article about corruption, Flo Wrestling, and I, uh, Christian Piles, I think, helped write that article. I, you know, I would suggest going and reading it. My thought is, if there's evidence that there's systemic um, corruption, which means, you know, when we're talking about systemic, we're talking about the government is involved, you know, a right. system is involved, then I think you have to pull them. And people say, well, you know, what's the Olympics without Russia? And to that, I say it's a, a level playing field. Yeah, a clean Olympics. So, um, you know what? You, but you know what? Let's celebrate today because Logan beat the Russian thirteen to eleven. I'll drink so, to that. So yeah, I'll, I'll drink to that too. Cheers, Brandon. Cheers. So, so let's move on to um, um, Brandon. Where do you want to go? Well, let's talk about Ohio State and Missouri. So you, you said earlier it was a big wrestling weekend for us, um, yeah. being fans. We, you know, planned on traveling up to Akron, Ohio to watch the Walsh Jesuit Ironman Wrestling Tournament, which is arguably one of the toughest high school wrestling tournaments in the country. I but, think inarguably, to be uh, honest with you. I think it's inarguably in-season high school toughest tournament. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's your right. <laughs> that's the great thing about this country, Ben. That is. <laughs> you don't I'm, have to agree I'm gonna with me. I'm going to take a knee if you don't believe me. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, we made a little pit stop up at Ohio State to watch the duel Thursday night. Um, the Ohio State Buckeyes took on the Missouri Tigers in what was supposed to be a very competitive um, duels between two top 10 ranked teams. I believe Ohio State was number four and Missouri was number six or five. I think actually I think maybe now that I think about it, I think it might have been at three five. Three five. Um, State, anyway, yeah. it was you know it was hyped up as this you know big duel between um, two top 10 ranked teams. On top of that, it was the Buckeyes' first home duel. They were doing the unveiling of the banners for their two national champions last year, Kyle Snyder cool. at heavyweight and Miles Martin at 174 pounds, who's now wrestling 184 pounds for them this year. So it was pretty neat to kind of see all that take place live. Um, Got to admit, it was a great crowd, um, better than what I anticipated. But the duel left a little bit to be desired. I don't think uh, Missouri had all their starters in there. I mean, if you're a Buckeyes fan, you got everything you wanted. They completely dominated sure. this match. Sure, but you know what? At the same time, I think if you're a Buckeye fan, you wanted to see Le'Veon Mays versus Michael uh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. You, and you wanted to see Jose Rodriguez versus Barlow McGee. Although, I'll, get, I'll allude to this early, later, but, you know, Aaron Acid, <laughs> that, that kid's maybe one of the best backups in the country. And, you know, you wanted to see Willie Miklas versus Miles Martin. You wanted to see those matches, but, you know, and I certainly don't believe, I'm not one of those people that jump on the bandwagon and jump on the hype train and saying, oh, people are sitting people because of seeds. No. Look, if Missouri was sitting these kids, these kids were hurt. Or these kids couldn't go. Yeah. And that's the way it was. And it's it unfortunate happens. because it was a Big Ten network duel. It was on the Big Ten network. But at the same time, I think Ohio State, I still think there were some treats, you know, especially at 197. And we'll get to that later. But there was definitely some treats in this duel meet. Oh, yeah. It was a great match. Um, Ohio State looked really, really good. 
Um, and speaking of Jose Rodriguez, it was nice to see him kind of break out into the, the national rankings this week. We talked about last week how he was not ranked. Um, but after his big run at Cliff Keen, he finally jumped into the rankings this week. I think he debuted um, in the rankings. Let's see. Intermat had him number 10. Flow Wrestling had him number 17. And Amateur Wrestling News, he debuted at number 12, I believe. Man, so, Flow's down on Jose, huh? Uh, maybe he doesn't have the body of work that they're looking for right now. <laughs> then who's looking for Christian Piles? <laughs> no, hey, like, hey, Chris, I think Christian Piles does a great job. I really do. But yeah, so he jumps into the. He jumps in. <laughs> I won't tell you the. Uh, the <laughs> I won't tell you the facial expressions Brandon just made there. But, but I think Jose Rodriguez is a pretty darn good wrestler. Um, so, anyways, he wrestles Aaron Asad. Uh, who is the brother of, um, is it Austin? It's Austin. Austin from Michigan. Austin Acid. Um, we're, we're really trying to do better with our pronunciations of names this week. Uh, Austin Acid, who wrestles from Michigan. And so Jose beats Aaron Acid 3-1. to one. Um, It was a takedown match. Um, he hits him in a high crotch in, I think it was the first period. There was a little bit of a scramble, and then he just drives through and finishes that takedown. And then, you know, Jose rides a little tough. Acid, I tell you what, that guy can scrap. Aaron can scrap. Now, he, um, interesting thing about him is he was produced 25-pounder. He wasn't starting at the time, but then he transfers. I guess he just didn't like what was going on. But, you know, now he's sitting behind Barlow, and he's a junior, I think. Um, interesting that he transferred because he'd probably be starting over Welch, in my opinion, at Purdue. Um, and, you know, the reason why I say that is because, and we'll, we might talk about this a little bit later, but he wrestles uh, uh, Shakur Laney from Ohio, the University of Ohio today. And Tech falls him. And Shakur Laney was a national qualifier who's been in and out of the rankings this year. So it's almost like, is that one of the best backups in the country at 125? Yeah, it might be. I, th- I think Missouri's pretty lucky to have him as a backup. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so Rodriguez did end up winning that match. I think it was 3-1 to one was the final yeah, score. Yeah, tight match. Yeah. But, you know, after you see what Acid's done, after you see what Acid's done in some of the other, you know, matches that he's wrestled, you know, a 3-1 to one match is probably a nice win. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think one of the big matchups of the night, though, that everybody was looking forward to was the 133-pound match, which featured Nathan Tomasello from Ohio State um, versus Jaden Ironman from Missouri. Um, Ironman is this freshman. He's a redshirt freshman that everybody seems to be pretty high oh, on. Yeah. Um, he's ranked pretty high in the national rankings. <laughs> I don't know if you read the message boards, but I think there was a, something on the Matt.com forums that said, Nathan Tomasello better be ready for the Hurricane. Hurricane Ironman. Ironman. Um, and in my opinion, I think Thomas more like Solo light drizzle <laughs> proved to be extremely ready for um, what was supposed to be the hurricane. Um, I, I got to tell you, man, I Thomas Solo wrestled that match like he had a chip on his shoulder, almost like he was pissed off at somebody. I was scared of him, like honestly. So we were sitting pretty close. And after he came off the mat, he took his straps down and then he walked around with the straps down for the rest of the dual meet. And I'm scared of him as a person. <laughs> I called him five foot three and said he was too small to wrestle 133 last week. And if he heard that, um, that was Brandon, not me, who said that. <laughs> I had nothing to say about that. Please don't kill me. Um, um, he definitely, he definitely looked uh, every bit big enough to wrestle 133 pounds. And his performance against Ironman, who was undefeated before that match definitely proved it as well i mean he laid a beating on him um <laughs> really like somebody took a piss in his cheerios no it was bad news um so i'll talk about I'll, you know i'll give you a brief recap of the of the duel just kind of from what i remember and what i watched this morning 
So Tomasell is chasing him around for the first, you know, basically almost two minutes. And Ironman's stepping back, and he's doing these little fakes. And, you know, we all know Ironman, or um, uh, Jaden Ironman from Missouri. I think he's ranked number nine by the rankings I'm looking at here. Tomasell is ranked number three by the rankings I'm looking at here. And Ironman's doing these fakes. And then, he, you know, he'll take a double shot, and he kind of got the uh, Tomasello's legs um in a double leg, but Tomasello fended it off. And then they go out of bounds, and Tomasello hits this, you know, his left-handed high crotch. And the whistle blows, and Tomasello says, wait, I, you know, I, I might be deaf in one ear. And he lifts him up and <laughs> drops him on his shoulder, and it was a complete penalty. should have been a point. Look, I'm not a homer. I, I'm going to disagree with you okay. there. I think if it should have been a penalty, the ref would have called it. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't think it was a penalty. Hey, it was All right, so anyways, Tomasello <laughs> picks him up. He drops him. Like, I mean, you know, drops him down. He doesn't slam him, um, drops him. Ironman uh, wasn't happy about that. Started holding his shoulder, doing the whole, you know, my, I'm injured type thing, taking a little break. Goes back into the center, still 0 0. And then NATO gets his, you know, he gets his offense going, hits him with a high C, switches quickly to a double, which is what you have to do against those funky guys, right? You know, you can't stay on one leg with those funky guys too long. Hits him with a high C, switches off to a double, takes him down, and then ends up in a Turk, which Tomasello always ends up in a Turk. So Nathan Tomasello obviously falls into that Turk, and then he just bowls him over with a cross face, and Ironman just starts tapping out. I don't know what it is with people against Ohio State, but people are just constantly tapping out, and NATO gets a set of backs there. You know, the final score of that match ends up 12-2, to and I think Nathan just shows that, you know what, he's a potential title contender at 133. You know, and then you move on to 141. Luke Pletcher, you know, not just filling in, for Keyshawn Hayes, but he's it looks like he's going to be the starter, Brandon. Um, yeah, you know, I think it was a you know a definite blow to Ohio State when Keyshawn Hayes, a nationally ranked 141 pounder, went out with a season-ending injury. Um, so they pulled the shirt, the red shirt, off their um, you know top recruit, true freshman uh, Luke Pletcher, who was actually been he's been wrestling at 133 pounds this year um, for them unattached at some open tournaments. Um, he went up against a solid wrestler and, and Sinan, who was a MAC champion, two-time national qualifier, um, and he looked really good. I think he got, you know, once he got over a little bit of jitters in the beginning, he looked really, really good. Got a couple takedowns, and it was just a nice match. Yeah, yeah, it was a great match. He controlled the match, got his first win. So uh, I'm curious to see what the drop-off will be, if there is any drop-off, now that Luke Pletcher's filling in for the rest of the season at 141 pounds. Um, some people think he's a little small for the weight class, but, you know, he, he didn't wrestle like it. So it'll be it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out. Yeah, we're not going to sit here and get into an argument. Um, You know, truthfully, I think it is a drop-off from Keyshawn Hayes. Not, not wrestling wise but i just think size wise and weight class wise but you know what we're gonna follow luke pletcher and we're gonna root for luke pletcher and right now if i had to pick you know i think i think he's gonna be in the mix i think he's gonna be in the mix you know there's some other interesting matches here obviously michael jordan he wrestles a backup and does well joey lavalley he looked really good for missouri he beats jake ryan 12 to 5 and i tell you what he just is a tough hard-nosed kid he's ranked number six in the rankings i'm looking at right now Tough, hard-nosed kid. Yeah, and I don't know if it's so much that Joey Lavalley looks so good or if Jake Ryan is just not looking very good right now. He's definitely been struggling as of late. We talked about it last week. The struggle is continuing. Um, they're definitely going to get have to get some things figured out at that weight class with the, with Jake Ryan um, in order for this team to really have a, you know, a shot at making a run for the national championships in March. 
Um, but hey, other than that, he's a key cog. He's a key yeah. cog. But but you know, I guess I shouldn't say a key cog. But it would be nice to it would be nice to get some production at that weight class, right? Yeah, I think they're gonna need it. Um, but you know, another big big thing for Ohio State tonight, Bo, Bo Jordan made his debut for the team at 174 pounds. I think everybody's been waiting for him to to come out and wrestle this year, and he did. And and know. he looked every bit of 70, 174 pounds. Oh, I tell you what, big. he is huge. He's definitely huge. Uh, real big. Um, I, I don't know how he was making 165 last year, Gosh, but I tell you what, I, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do this year up at 174 pounds against the top guys. Um, you know, Miles Martin at 184 pounds went out and did his thing, got the win. Um, he, he moves so well. Oh God, he's. I doing, tell you what, he moves so well. He really does, and I think you know, we talked last week. He's. I think he's really grown into this weight class. He doesn't look small. Um, regardless of his, you know, the, the loss he took last week at Cliff Keen against the Vatsky, I think, I think he's definitely still in the mix for a, a high All American finish, maybe even a potential finalist. Yeah, I think, I think he can be a finalist. I think that, you know, Bo Nichols shown uh, this year that um, he's tough, right? I mean, he's he hasn't dropped off. I think he's only gotten better. And Gabe Dean is just on a mission. But I tell you what, Miles Martin is, you know, I think he finished like we said earlier, anywhere between two through eight. Yeah, well, and you know, 184 pounds is is arguably the toughest weight class in the in, in the college um, NCAA's this year, and you know everybody's talking about Gabe Dean, you know, deservedly so. I think he definitely is the favorite in that weight class. He's just demolishing people, um, and, and a lot of people are talking Bo Nickel, but I don't understand why nobody's talking about T.J. Dudley from Nebraska. I mean, Good he's point. a ref- he's a returning national runner up. He lost to Dean in the finals last year in a very close. I think it might have been four to three match, four to three or three to two, and everybody's kind of you know. I don't hear people talking about him. Not right sure now. he's wrestled uh, wrestled some of the top guys yet, and maybe that's the reason why. Yeah, maybe, but I think he wrestled enough of them last year and also made his way to the sure. finals at NCAA. So, Dude's you know, good. He definitely deserves to be you know mentioned in the running. Dude's good. So it'll be interesting to see how that weight class played out. So then there was a snoozer at 197. Um, <laughs> anything between, but. Between anything Jaden Cox and Colin Moore. It was only a 6-4 to four decision by uh, Jaden Cox, but I tell you what, that was one of the funnest matches I've seen in a while. Oh, that was... Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, my first time seeing Colin Moore wrestle, I'm a little ashamed to admit that, um, and I was definitely impressed. Shocked, to say the least. I mean, he... A, he did not look little in that weight class yeah i think that he's i think i think he fills the weight class pretty well definitely does and he moves so well for a big guy he's got some of the best attacks or you know the most fun attacks that i've seen in a long time uh, he took down cox twice yeah which, when's the last time he was taken down before I th- that i think cox got taken down in the ncaa's the year he didn't win it so he wins it his freshman year against heffernan doesn't get taken down and then the year after that he wrestles um Kyle Snyder and gets taken down once, and then wrestles Morgan McIntosh gets taken down once. I think he took fourth or fifth that year. So you, you think that's the last time he yeah, was taken no, down? No, I, I believe that. Now, that was me reading something off Twitter. Look, I didn't go back and look through everything, but he hadn't been taken down in a while. He didn't get taken down in the Olympics. No, really? Yeah. So Wow. And so he goes out there against Colin Moore, a freshman, a redshirt freshman for the Buckeyes, and gets taken down twice. Yeah, Interesting. Colin Moore can go. And he's got some great offense. Remember we talked about this last week? He's got some great offense. Yeah, you know, I think he's gotten takedowns against both Brett Farr and Jaden Cox, so he's already showed him that he can take down anybody that he wants to. It'll be interesting to see how he closes the gap the rest of the season on these big guys. Yeah, I, I, you know, I still think Jaden Cox is going to win it. You know, I think Jaden Cox is going to be your national champion this year. Yeah, he's the favorite. And I, you know, but I, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see the match between him and Far. 
It'll be interesting. Uh, I, I, Brett Favre has been wrestling lights out as of late, so that'll definitely be an interesting match. He, yeah, he's a big guy. And then, you know, obviously Kyle Snyder, anytime you get to watch him, is just a pleasure and a treat, you know. So we mm-hmm. get to watch him in the 285 bout, and he's just, apparently, I never thought I'd say this before, Kyle Snyder's a pinner. Is he? Yeah, because uh, he's just he's just pinning people like crazy. And then, you know, we, we have the second uh, brother of the tap-out twins, Austin Myers, who... Uh, Taps out as Kyle Snyder pins him there, um, you know, in the second period. And I, I tell you what, I don't know what it is, but Ohio State in the past two weeks has had three people tap out against them as they're running um, something to pin someone. So I think the, the ironic thing is, I don't know, um, you know, we listen to the T-Row and Funky podcast show. For, with with uh, Tommy Rollins and... Um, with Tommy Rollins and Ben Askren. Yeah. Uh, ben Askren was a former Missouri wrestler, a, a very good one on top of that who mentioned in this podcast, he was kind of, you know, uh, joking around. He's like, what's with all these college kids tapping out of bad positions? Like, what is this? <laughs> and then uh, that night after they released their podcast, uh, a couple of Missouri guys go out there and try to tap out against the Ohio State guys. Yeah. Very but, interesting. But, you know, a nice win for Ohio State. And for, look, you know, for, for anybody from Missouri, you can't really take much away from that. They had some studs that missed the, that duel. So if they have their studs in, it's a completely different It's a completely different duel. You think the outcome's any different? Uh, I think Ohio State wins. And the only reason why I think that is because I think Jose or Micah wins the match. Jose, Micah, or, um, or Miles, uh, Martin. Miles Martin wins. And all you need is one. You know, and, and I, I think that that's reasonable, right? I think it's reasonable. Sure. All right. So what do you want to go up to next? Uh, you know, you're your call. You're leading the ship here right now. So, you oh, know, we did, go to, we did go to Iron Man. So I'll allow you to lead the ship here if you want to talk a little Iron Man action, a little high school action, which we typically don't talk. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested in chatting about it. Well, my first thoughts on Iron Man was, wow. I mean, what an amazing, <laughs> what an amazing tournament. Um, uh, oddly enough, this is my first time ever being fortunate enough to go up there and watch this tournament live. And I could not believe the level of wrestling I was seeing from these high school kids. I mean, it was you, amazing. you look like you're at a college open. You really do. For a I college, mean, you know, you look like you're a Cliff Keen, you know, minus, you know, the, you know, when you're in the finals, it looks like, oh my goodness. I, I couldn't get over the level of wrestling there. Um, definitely a treat to watch. Um, if you, what's one, who, what's, who's one performance that really sticks out in your mind, like that you were just it really, really impressed with? Well, you know, I love Spencer Lee. That kid just wrestles like crazy. I mean, he's getting, he's a huge recruit. Spencer Lee's wrestles for Franklin Regional uh, High School. He's going to be going to uh, Iowa. But, yep. you know, after that, it, it, it's, it's really tough to pinpoint um, one performance. I thought it was kind of cool that the tags, uh, brothers, the two brothers from Rexville, mm-hmm. uh, both won titles back to back with um, the one that is one thirteen winning by pin. Um, I thought that was pretty neat. So, uh, you know, there was kind of a little bit of a Twitter hype up prior oh, to the Iron yeah. Man between a couple of the wrestlers at one thirty two. I think it was Mitch Moore from St. Parish Graham in Ohio, and I hope I get the name right. I don't have the brackets right in front of me right now, but uh, Jason Renteria, who I is he from Oak. River Park Forest? Oak Park River Forest, I think, is what it is. Look that up real quick. Let's check that. Oak Park River Forest. At least we can think, at least we could do is get the sure. the school right. But anyway, they had a Twitter battle going on, kind of talking some smack between each other. Um, they're both, you know, top ranked guys in the country. They were the number one seed. Mitch Moore was the number one seed. Um, yeah, I think Jake Rentria. He's from uh 
Oak Park River Forest, yeah. Okay, it's Jason Renteria, right? Um, Jason Renteria. Yeah, Jason Renteria. So uh, I think he was ranked or seated number two in the tournament. Everybody just assumed they were going to meet in the finals. Um, but a wrestler from Mason, Ohio, had something else to say about that. Zach Donathan, right? Zach Donathan, yeah. yeah who, Z- we've, who we've watched for you know a couple of years. Stud. Oh, it looked really good. Uncommitted, um, by the way, if any college coaches are listening. Uh, <laughs> Kid's a stud. If he's not getting many offers before this weekend, I'm saying there's going to be some college definitely looking at him now. Um, not only did he beat Renteria um, rather convincingly, he also met up with Mitch Moore in the finals and just said, hey, you know, I think I'm not going to stop there. I want the I want to be on top of that podium. Um, beat him in overtime. Beat him in overtime. Because- he scored the only takedown in the match, I believe. Um, yeah, it was pretty sweet, actually. So, so if anybody's ever watched Mitch Moore wrestle, he's um, real bruiser. You know, he three quarter Nelson type guy gets on top, um, and he's just a big bruiser. Donovan's a little more slick. He's a little taller and uh, goes into OT. Mitch Moore shoots in. Donovan catches him with an underhook and just hits him with an ankle pick. And I tell you what, it was beautiful. It was nice. Um, what was Donovan's seed going into that? Was he the seventh seed? I don't have the seeds in front of me, Brandon. I apologize. Um, uh, yeah, he I don't was think he was the seventh seed. No, he, would, he was the seventh seed. So what a run to go out and not only beat the two seed, but the one seed on his way to that finals. So good for him. Congrats, man. Yeah, good win. Good win. Uh, what were some of the other ones that stuck out to you? Uh, Labrioli, or Labriola, I think is his name. He's Lab- a, he's a yeah. commit for uh, Nebraska. He's real tough. I tell you what, that kid can just wear on your head. And just beat you down. He beat a guy from uh, what's MP from uh, Malvern Prep. Malvern Prep. He beat a guy from Malvern Prep in the finals, and it was just you know the Malvern Prep kid was you know going after him. And I got a chance to sit next to Labriola's mom during the finals. She came up and sat down. Um, you know we didn't know who you know who we were, but I heard her start screaming in her sounded like an Italian accent. Let's go Labriola. And so I started, you know, cheering for him as well. And uh, that kid's a stud, and I think he's going to look good for Nebraska. He's going to look good for Nebraska. And actually, uh, a Buckeye recruit wrestled in the finals of uh, of uh, uh, at 220. Chase, oh, Chase Singletary, yeah. Yeah, he beat a guy from um, um, uh, Colorado. Who's, Ponderosa. Yeah, Ponderosa, Colorado, who's the number two uh, ranked, country, ranked kid in the country, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, beat him in a close match. That kid actually beat Campbell at the night of conflict. Uh, Campbell's from St. Edwards. Jared Campbell. Yeah, be Jared Campbell with the Night of Conflict. So this kid's a stud, right? And uh, Singletary, you know, he does what he needs to do to win. You know, you know. Look, we're so lucky to have a Kyle Snyder at our heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and understand that Singletary is gonna, you know, the predecessor that's gonna take over. And you know, you, you can't compare Singletary to Kyle Snyder, but at the same time, you know, he he's got a frame that looks like he can put on some weight, and he can move a little bit for a big guy. He's ranked number one in the country at 220 for a reason, and I think I think the Buckeyes have a good predecessor there at heavyweight. Yeah. Speaking of Kyle Snyder, he was actually at the uh, the Ironman this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he came up and asked me about a little bit about technique, about his little single. Yeah, I doubt that happened. That didn't happen, actually. <laughs> but, you know, I thought he'd be bigger. He wasn't as big as I thought he was. Are uh, you going to go take downs with him? No comment. <laughs> I, I think he looks just big enough. I think he looks just big enough. Um, another Buckeye recruit that wrestled at the Ironman was uh, Jordan Decatur, and um, I think he lost to Silva. Or what, yeah, what's his I, name? Yeah, I believe he lost to Joey Silva, um, who actually was the runner-up to Spencer Lee in the finals at 126. 
um, Joey Silva's from Lake Highland Prep, Florida. Um, uh, what did Decatur ultimately take? What was this? Fifth? I think Decatur ultimately took fifth. Now, look, look. Before we get too crazy and crazy and uh, upset about you know as Buckeyes fans that we recruited Decatur, this kid's a sophomore. You know, this kid verbally committed as a sophomore. Him and his brother did. So he's not ranked number one in the country at one twenty. And he, re- he wrestled up at 126. We were hoping for a rematch. You know, we're not a rematch. We were hoping for a match with Spencer Lee. But, you know, it didn't happen. Kid takes fifth at Ironman, you know, where there's plenty of nationally ranked kids. So I'm not worried about uh, Decatur. No, and I think this was also one of his first um, competitions since football. Um, he's a big football player as well. So, you know, I guess you, you can't take too much from it. He's not in, tra- you know, not in peak condition yet, not in wrestling condition. So we'll see. We'll see what happens as the season progresses. Plus, I think he actually may be wrestling up a weight this weekend. He's currently the number one ranked wrestler in the country at 120 pounds. So we'll see how that kind of plays its way itself out over the, the course of the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about him so much because the fact, you know, if you look back at he wrestled at who's number one put on by Flow Wrestling and he beats Gavin Teasdale, who's an Iowa commit as well. Um, in, a, in a really, really interesting match. I suggest go out, uh, going back and watching that. So I agree with you, Brandon. I'm not too worried about that. No, I think he'll be okay. Um, so just to recap the finals of the Ironman, um, again, some great matches. Um, you mentioned that 106 and 112 pounds. The Tag Brothers from Brexville won back-to-back titles. Um, at That's pretty cool. That was neat. Um, at 106 pounds, you had Julian Tag. Um, it was actually an all-Ohio final. He wrestled Lucas Bird from mm. Cincinnati LaSalle. Um, great match, really close. It went into overtime. He got the takedown in overtime to win that match. Um, I like how Tag wears those. Uh, he still wears those tights. I, I think that's the 113-pound tag. <laughs> oh, is it the different? Or is that the, no, Bird, I mean. Excuse me. Bird, oh, Bird, yeah. Bird, Bird wears those tights. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is kind of funny. They called them the Maple Heights tights. <laughs> um, but then at, at 113 pounds, his brother, uh, it's Gabriel Tag, um, had Vasquez um, from St. John's. Bosco, tough California. Kid. Yeah, tough kid. Um, Jesse Vasquez. Actually, he was the 16th seed going into this tournament. Is that right? He, it is. He, Didn't know that. Uh, he beat, let's see, he beat the 17th seed. He beat the 1 seed. He then beat the 9 seed before he got to the semifinals and took out the number 4 seed from Blair Academy to reach the finals. Um, and then that put him in the finals against Gabriel Tag from Brexville, as we've already mentioned. Um, and yet another close match. The match, actually, the ma- the I final score that. wasn't close. The, the match was pretty close, yeah. but Tag actually was able to, he caught him, secured the pin. He actually, pinned him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, pinned him, won that match by fall. So uh, big things for Brexville right there with the ba- the, the Tag brothers with those back-to-back titles. Those kids are tough. I think they're nationally ranked. I know I know the younger Tag's nationally ranked and as a freshman. Yeah, he's the number one ranked freshman in Ohio and um, pretty high up. I think he might be in the top, you know, what, top four or five nationally yeah. as far as freshman goes. He's a stud. Um, speaking of freshmen, at 120 pounds, um, the finals was between freshman sensation Bo Bartlett from Wyoming Seminary, Pennsylvania. Um, we've been hearing about this kid for years um, on the national youth scene. Um, at, he was in the finals against um, – Anderson, I think. It, let's see. He was guy from, from uh, Bethlehem Catholic, right? Yeah, the yeah. Carry guy. Yep. Ryan Han- Anderson from Bethlehem Catholic High School. Uh, is that's close to Pittsburgh, isn't it? 
Uh, no, Bethlehem Catholic's in the Lehigh Valley. Is it in the Lehigh yeah. Valley? Okay, my bad. Um, Bartlett, um, again, the super stud freshman. That match got actually went to overtime where he secured the takedown um, and sudden victory, won that 6-4. to four. Um, Really exciting match. Um, at 126, that was the you know the highlight match. That's the <laughs> the match they end of the night with. <clears throat> you know, Ben, you talked about that earlier. Spencer Lee, um, he's such a treat to watch. It's almost like watching um, a, a college wrestler already. What does Iowa do with him next year? Uh, okay, to be honest with you. Okay, well, here's my thoughts. I think. Uh, Thomas Gilman, who's their current 125-pound starter, is graduating after this year. I'm not sure who they have on their roster already that's ready to jump yeah. in and take that spot. Um, I will say Iowa is not known for for starting true freshmen mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's very rare, but I think this is one of the cases where they make an exception. And the reason why I say that is because uh, not only is this kid on his way to being a four-time Pennsylvania State champion, undefeated, I, I believe, right? Yeah, I think he's undefeated in high school uh, wrestling. Right. I, think he, I think he's lost, you know, maybe one or two matches on the know, national and, scene. Yeah, on the national scene. You yeah. know, but he's on his way to becoming an undefeated four-time state champion in Pennsylvania, which is a feat in itself. Um, he was a cadet world champion um, and a two-time junior world champion. So, I, you know, he's got the pedigree. He's got the history. And on top of that, I mean, it's evident he's got the skills where I, I think he can jump into their starting lineup right away and compete. And not only compete, but compete for a national title yeah, next and, year. And, 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 you know, the thing is, you know, I, I tried to stand next to him because I always try to see how tall they are compared to me. Um, you know, I think he's a little shorter than I am. Um, you know, I'm a little thicker than he is. I probably lifted a little bit more weight or beer because my belly's thicker <laughs> than definitely his. definitely thicker than <laughs> he yeah, is. Yeah, I'm thicker than he is, that's for sure. But, you know, I think he he's bigger than what I thought he was going to be, right? Like, I thought, he, you know, you hear these prognosticators say that he's not big enough. He's going to need to take a year to lift. He looks big enough to me. You know, he looked fine at 26, and with his skills, I think, he, you know, I think he's fine looking. Yeah, he he wrestles bigger than what he is, is the thing, um, and he's very, very good on top, which, you know, one of the hardest things for freshmen going into the college level is A, uh, their top game, and B, their bottom game, and he's already got an amazing top game that I think is going to transition really well to the next level, so in my opinion, I think he comes out the gate starting for them at 125 pounds. I will say the person that he battled, uh, his opponent, in the finals was Joey Silva from Lake Highland Prep in Florida. Uh, Lake Highland Prep in Florida. That kid looks spectacular this weekend, and I'm not sure if he's committed or where he's going to school. But if he's not committed, I would love to see him up here at one of the Ohio schools. Yeah, how about he uh, commits to uh, Ohio State or OU? You know, Cleveland State looks like they could use probably a 25-pounder, maybe Kent State. That sounds good to me. Yeah, if Cleveland State was able to secure a recruit like him, that would be uh, big, big, big. Anywhere but Michigan would be my (laughs) Anywhere but Michigan or Iowa or Penn State, please. No offense, guys. Um, So that's the 126 is where they end the night at. Great match there. Um, at 132, we've already talked about that. Donathan put on the amazing run to knock out the two number two seed and the number one seed on his way to the title there. Um, one of our local boys here. So congrats to him. Um, at yeah, hun- I remember watching him wrestle as like a freshman. And I, I, I think he took sixth in state as a freshman. Kid's mm-hmm. a stud. I mean, I'll tell you what, he's a grinder. He's grown, which mm-hmm. is nice because I think he was a six pounder as a freshman. I think she, actually think his dad was coaching at the time. Um, you know, you know, I've never had a bad interaction with the kid when I was coaching. Just seemed like a very nice, very good kid. Works hard, and I think that 
um, you know, he's going to do fine. And my understanding is he's, he's actually battled a little bit of adversity these last few years. Is he the one that didn't make weight one year? Was it state or sectionals? In the state tournament series, I can't remember which one it was, but he was like, I think it might have been as a sophomore. He, he is a sophomore or junior. You know, I don't want to say something that isn't right, but you're right that he was cutting down and he didn't make weight for the state series when he was seated, I think, or, you know, when he was ranked one or two. So that's why, you know, if you look him up, you know, he might have an awkward, um, you know, resume of like placing sixth and then not qualifying and then winning. Now he's an Ironman yeah, champion. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's the reason why is that, that, that he, um, you know, he, he didn't, he missed weight. And I think he was cutting a little too much weight, but now he's up at 32 and he looks great. He looks really good. So um, I think we expect big things out of him the rest of the season. Um, at 138 pounds, I'll tell you right now, if anybody is going to look up any match to watch, I, and I think it would be on Flow oh Wrestling, you have got to look up this finals match between Cole Matthews from Reynolds, Pennsylvania, taking on um, Gian, I believe. Is uh, Moise- or Gillian? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I hate to say it wrong. Um, I'm going to say Moises Guillen. All right, cool. Um, he's from too. Perrysburg, Ohio. Um, this match was phenomenal. Um, Guillen eventually prevailed 7-5 to five in overtime, got that takedown and sudden victory. But the first period, there was literally <laughs> about a 1-minute and 45-second scramble where they probably spent the majority of that in some sort of 50-50 position, just going back and forth looking for the one takedown. One guy's head was up, and then the other guy's head was up, and then one guy's head was down, and then there was a refunk, and then there was a refunk. And I tell you what, that was a neat scramble. You know, it's amazing that kids those these days can scramble. You know, I'm sounding like an old man. It's amazing these kids these days can scramble so well. Because, you know, when I was in high school, I, you know, back in 2002, the funk was like just getting invented. And nowadays, I mean, that's just the repertoire of what they have. And that that scramble situation, you and I had a front row seat to that. That was, that was fun <laughs> that was to good. watch. I don't even understand how refs can... can can ref a match when that's going on. I wouldn't even what know do what you to do? call. I, I, what do you do? I would be so confused. Just, I would have given <laughs> two. One, two I would have given two away. I'm like, nope, wave no, it I off. Take it two, off. wave it off. I'm counting, I'm counting back points without a takedown, you know? I mean, right. Just the way it is. But um, I tell you what, good point, Grant. Good point, Brandon, because that was a great scramble. Look that match up. Yeah, it was Look definitely a match great up. match. It wasn't the most hype match, I think. But it probably was my favorite match of the night. Now that I'm glad you brought that up, it was probably my favorite match. Of it, the night. it was a pretty good match. Um, at 145 pounds, you had um, uh, unfortunately number one seed and I think number one guy in the country, Dominic Demas, out of Dublin Kaufman yeah. High School. He went down in the semifinals. I don't think he had his best weekend this weekend. Um, he was really kind of squeaking out some wins, uh, not the normal performances that we're used to seeing from him. Um, he ended up losing in the semifinals to Ryder Josiah Ryder from Grand Junction, Colorado, um, who went on to wrestle Sammy Sasso, who is an absolute oh. monster from Nazareth, Pennsylvania. I think He's yeah. uncommitted too, so if, if any uh, if Tom Ryan's listening, <laughs> yeah, we recommend him. Yeah, I would I would say that I would recruit him. <laughs> right. Um, but you know what's interesting about Demas? We got a chance to watch him because we, uh, you know, we used to coach for Kettering Fairmont, and we had a guy. He's a good freshman. Um, wrestled there at 145. So you know we're watching that weight class, and uh, you know Demas is having close matches like early on in the tournament. Yeah, he really was. And you know. I would agree with you. He didn't have his best tournament. You know, I've we've seen him when he's on, right? When he's when he's beaten world, you know, like cadet world level guys, and 
you know, this, unfortunately, this weekend just wasn't his weekend. No, I'm sure he'll rebound from it, though. Um, I, he's committed to Oklahoma, right? Yeah, he's going to follow Lou Roselli out to Oklahoma. And I tell you what, there's better days ahead for Dominic Demas. Sure, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, Sammy Sasso, I mean, he he pinned um, Ryder um, <laughs> in, so in two minutes and 46 seconds in the finals. Um, that guy is just an animal. Um, so interesting to see how he does the rest of the year. You know what I like about Sasso the most? What's that? He's got, like, a baby afro. He does have an interesting haircut. Like, I like it. It's like a curly afro. Right. Um, all right, so moving on. 152 pounds. Um, unfortunately, I was kind of uh, bummed out for this match. Um, David Carr, who's one of our favorite wrestlers oh, here in Ohio, man. he's a Maslin Perry um, kid who's, you know, we're really hoping the Buckeyes get him um, in one of the upcoming recruiting classes. He wrestled a very hard-fought match with um, – a kid from Poway, Poway Talk about his semis real quick. High school, if you don't Quentin mind. Povis um, lost that match five to two, but um, yeah, his semifinals match yeah. was one. It was a fantastic match. He was down eight to two from Julian Ramirez to, from Blair Academy, and ended up going into the third period down eight to two, and ended up coming back to win that match fifteen to nine. It was amazing to, to be able to have the stones to come back yeah. down six points in the third period. I take it back. That's my favorite match of the Ironman tournament. You get no take backs. Okay, yeah. but anyways, it was an amazing match. You know what? Carl loses the match. It's he's not. He's not prone to, you know, you know, he's prone to losing a match or two. He lost the match last year, or it was either last year or two years ago to, at Ironman. And, it, you know, things happen. It doesn't mean that I don't think that the Buckeyes need to recruit this kid. And, you know, he's a cadet bronze medalist. Yeah, he, he took a bronze so, this past year. I mean, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm still high on the kid. Oh, he's a great kid, too, and fun to watch. I mean, he is so slick on his feet. He's got great leg attacks. Um, really enjoy watching. How fast is he on his feet? Well, he's faster than you. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if you had to pick a college that I would have gone to, it would have been Maryland because I'm a turtle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so moving on. 160-pound 160 finals. Um, let's see, you had... Um, Andrew Marola from Blair Academy. He took on, um, I am going to butcher this name. I know I am. Uh, Giorgio Poulos. And from guess where he's committed? Canfield, Ohio. Guess where he committed to? Where? How about Cleveland State? Did he really? Yeah. He's, no a, Cleveland State, he's a Cleveland State commit. Poulos is? Yeah. It's going to be real nice for them. Congratulations to the Vikings. That's awesome. He looked real good in his finals match against the kid from Blair. Just tough constantly moving forward never back down um really got to his tax great win for him seven to four over blair it's always nice anytime ohio can beat a blair yeah guy. And, I, and i tell you what i'm glad that cleveland state's getting those type of recruits that is what we need absolutely know, it, especially you think about it cleveland state was so close to dropping their program a couple of years ago and so to go made from there made me sick yeah sure um, but to go from where they were then to, to to getting a kid like this, an Ironman champion, to you know to to commit to that school, that program, that you know that's that's exciting stuff for that program. Yeah, looking forward to the future there. We actually saw uh, Josh Moore. At, yeah, uh, at the Iron Man, we, you know, we actually saw lots of college coaches yeah, at the Iron Man. Coaches. You know, we were talking about, you know, we talked to them all because you know we're big wigs. That's not that true. Mean, I, I walk up behind him, accidentally bump into him, and say hi. But no, we <laughs> sat next. Me. We sat next to Josh. <laughs> excuse me, or don't beat me up. But we sat next to Josh Moore, and uh, you know, we're just kind of asking who he's recruiting and everything. And you know, good luck to the Cleveland State Pro Vikings because we really want to see them do well. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, moving on 170, 170 pounds. You already mentioned Mikey Labriola, uh, 
a really, really real treat to watch. That kid is one of the most aggressive big men that I've seen in a long time. Um, Really, uh, you know, his final score was only 6-3, to but he dominated every aspect of that match against the kid from Malvern Prep, who was very highly nationally ranked as well. Um, uh, Interesting note, Labriola is actually number two ranked 170-pounder in the country behind Ohio State commit. Uh, Caleb, Caleb Romero, Romero. Kid's, yeah. kid's a pretty good stud as well, so we're looking forward to him. Yeah, it should be nice to see. Hopefully him and Labriola can have some battles in college. And um, uh, hopefully uh, Romero wins them all. I'm sure he will. Um, 182 <laughs> pounds, uh, Michael Beard from Malvern Prep um, won oh, handedly 17-9 to against Stefanik from Nazareth. And that's because he got taken down late, like in, you know, like a random takedown. Right. It was actually shouldn't even been that close. Stefanik was the three seed, but Beard had no problems handling him. Uh, I don't know where that kid's going to college, uh, but he is very, very good. Um, again, another, you know, just dominating performance by a big man. Um and then at 195 pounds, who was our – oh, Jacob Warner. Jacob Warner, number one seed, who's actually an Iowa commit. Yeah. He is from Washington, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, looked fantastic. In fact, when I'm looking at his scores here, he had a tech fall, um, 16 to nothing. He won 9 to 1. He won 11 to nothing. And he won 7 to nothing. He gave up one point at the Ironman tournament. What was his finals win? 7 to nothing. You know what? And I was about to say something, and I'll take it – I'll take it back before I even say it, but he didn't look as impressive as I thought he was going to. He's the number one ranked kid in the, in the country that weight. I don't know what it takes to impress you, but this kid gave up one point. Look, at I'm the throwing Iron underhooks on him, and I'm and, and I'm not sure he's taking me down. Hey, if anybody wants to set that up, I'll be more than happy to set that up. Um, so what do we got next? 220. We already talked about that. Chase Singletary, the Ohio State commit, um, won that match. And then at 285, we had a good match there between um, I'm gonna I can't pronounce this kid Lawrence. Yeah, Trenton Lawrence from Broken Arrow High School out of Oklahoma took on Camacho from Bethlehem Catholic High School in Pennsylvania. That's Nico Camacho. Camacho was actually victorious in that match, three to two. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is that Ohio kid from Elyria, Kevin Vo, was the number one seed. Yeah, he got upset. I think in the semis. Yeah, Lawrence upset him in the semis. Won one to one in the ultimate tiebreaker. Um, bummer there for 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 Vo, um, who's actually committed to Boise State. Right? Boise State. He's an Elyria guy, right? Yep, from Elyria. Um, going to Boise State. I still so. think he's going to be a pretty. The reason why I think he's going to do well in college is he's a he's a full size heavyweight. Oh, he's he's massive. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is a full size heavyweight. So, um, sad 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 he didn't get to you know see him in the finals, but nonetheless, it was a fantastic Ironman tournament. Um, again, I can't believe we've never been before this. I, uh, and I think we're going to be back. Oh, most definitely, we're going back next year. Yeah, it was a, it was a great tournament. All right, what do you want to talk about next, Ben? Actually, Brandon, why don't you run through the uh, final team scores there? Because I I know that Blair Academy seemed to be running away with it early. Yeah, they did. They actually ran away with this uh, this year. They finished in first with 196 points. Um, Ohio St. Edward, um, Lakewood St. Edwards out of Ohio was second with 127 and a half points. Oh, wow. They did um, run away with it, huh? They, they really did. Um, Lake Highland Prep barely finished in third over St. Paris Graham from Ohio. Lake Highland Prep's actually from Florida. They had 118 points. Graham had 116 points, which was a half point ahead of Bethlehem Catholic High School PA. But the interesting thing about St. Paris Graham, yeah. Yeah. Um, finishing fourth with 116 points, they were actually without 
out a couple, maybe two or three starters. I think three um, starters, including one Rocky Jordan, right? Yeah, most notably Rocky Jordan, who I, he was projected to be the number five seed at 152 pounds. Um, I'm sure that would have put them up. You'd ha- you'd have to think that with those two or three starters, they would have finished ahead of St. Edwards and probably finished in second place in this tournament. I would agree with that. And if anybody doesn't know who Rocky Jordan is, he's the son of Jeff Jordan and the brother of Mongoose Mick and Bo Jordan. Yeah, so. Bo Jordan. Um, and hopefully good. one of the next recruits that the Ohio State Buckeyes get. Yeah, I'd like to have him and maybe, um, you know, Carr and maybe, uh, you know, every other top recruit in the country. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're so biased. Yeah, I know. I know. I apologize. Look, but you know what? You know, we're going to still, you know, speaking of bias, we're going to move on and we're going to actually talk about a duel. Um, I think I'd like to at least um, that has nothing to do with uh, Ohio. It's actually Penn State versus Lehigh. Now this duel happened last week. I think it was last Sunday um, or you know early on in the week. Mm-hmm. Didn't last have Sunday. a chance to talk about it um, because of our recording schedule. But I really want to talk about it. And the main reason why I want to talk about it is because I mean you know I wrestled 125 pounds, right? Like, can you believe it that I did? Actually? I mean, I know you did, but it's hard to believe <laughs> at when I some look point, at you these days. I have days. pictures. <laughs> I have pictures of me wrestling 125 pounds um, in college. And Nick Suriano, that dude is mean. Like, I, I'm scared of him just as much as I'm scared of Nathan Tomasello. So he wrestles Darian Cruz from Lehigh. Darian Cruz, as a true freshman, took eighth in the country, redshirted last year, and then or redshirted the, the year after that, and then last year took um, 12th. Uh, or excuse me, round of twelve, and Nick Serrano goes out there and beats him seven to zero. And not only does he beat him seven to zero, but I mean it's a nasty seven to zero. Takes him down with this weird. It's almost like a duck to the left side. Keeps his right arm on the right guy's uh, on on um, Cruz's left arm. Takes him down and then takes him down straight to a Turk and rips his face off. He pulls a little Tomasello action. In fact, Tomasello might have been watching that video earlier to see about <laughs> it, and he puts Cruz in a nasty um, Turk um, you know, face rollover, and then he grabs his left foot and pulls it up, and it was just hurting. But the thing that impressed me most was the fact that he's up 7-0 to zero late in the third period, and you would think that Darren Cruz would be going for something, right? You would think. Yeah, but Nick Siriano is going for the major against a returning All-American, and Darian Cruz is backing up and trying not to give up the major. Yeah, Siriano's been super impressive this year. It's actually kind of scary. Um, the interesting thing about him, he is a true freshman. Um, that Not only did he beat Cruz, that's the second returning All-American he's beat this year. Not only beat, but he's shut them both out. Shut them out. And I, I don't know if this is fact or not. It was something I read on one of the message boards, but uh, my understanding is is that Suriano has not given up a takedown since his eighth grade or freshman year, um, and that includes a match that he had with Dayton Fix. At, was that was that the at one of the who's number one? I think it was on the who, one of the who's number ones. You're you're talking even outside of outside outside of uh, the like you know like the junior high and high school season. Correct. Wow. Um, and, you know, and that match went like thirty five or forty five minutes long, <laughs> and he still did not give up. A takedown in that match, so he's you know definitely had a great start to the season. I think he's every bit in that conversation. He's going to win the national title, Brandon. I think it's Tom, Thomas Gilman's year. No, Nick, Nick Sirianni is going to win the national title. Let me tell you why. You want to bet something on this? Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet something on this, but we'll talk All about right. that offline. Nick Sirianni, and I just said this, was mad that he beat Darren Cruz seven to zero because he didn't get the major. Yeah. I mean that mentality. I want that in my life in general. You don't think Thomas Gilman's mad that he don't beat people by majors or tech falls or pens? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
So anyways, so after Nick Seriano just completely dismantled Darian Cruz, and I'm pretty sure Darian Cruz can't walk right for at least a week. <laughs> um, yeah, he might not be able to do other things for a week, right? But anyways, um, you know, Scotty Parker then wrestles Jared Cortez, who's, you know— Jared he, Cortez was a big recruit. Yeah, and he, he, uh, transfer, he transferred from Northwestern, right? Illinois, I think. Illinois, you're right, you're right. Illinois, they're both in Illinois. Um, to Penn State, sits out a year, and you know, Penn State is really banking on him to score some points to replace the points of um, help me out there, um, Jordan Conway. Jordan Conway, Jordan right? Jordan Conway and uh, Scotty Parker. All he does is go out there and beats him twelve to four. And I watched that match, and I tell you what, he hits this little knee tip. It's nasty. Um, Scotty well, Parker's legit. Yeah, I know the Lehigh guys have been high on him for a while. Um, the interesting thing, you know, I don't think Jared Cruz or Jared Cortez has had the, the start to the season they were really expecting. It's not that he's done bad. He just hasn't been as dominant as what they were thinking was going to be at, to this point. Um, he's had a couple of interesting losses. I, I think getting majored by, by um, Scotty Scotty Parker, uh, Scotty Parker yeah, is, Scotty is Parker. definitely you know kind of makes things more interesting going forward. Well, I Scotty wasn't Parker's a, Scotty Parker's a you know he's a twenty through fifteen type guy, right? Right, right. You know, and, and and they had Jared Cruz up there, you know, in the top twelve, thinking you know he's going to sneak into being all American. You know, after watching Scotty Parker dismantle him, and I mean it was a dismantling. Um, I'm not you know I'm not that high on Jared, Jared Cortez. He's a tall guy. You know, Scotty Parker's just a real thick guy. But th- but then you go to 141, Randy Cruz, and then he does, you know, he takes care of Jimmy Gillibon. From Lehigh, right? Yeah. Randy Cruz yeah. from Lehigh? Two, two, yeah, we are going through the Penn State-Lehigh duel, so I don't think they slipped anybody else in, but um, yeah, Randy Cruz is, uh, sorry, Brandon, I love you. Um, <laughs> Randy Cruz beats Jimmy Gillibon 2-0. Jimmy Gillibon actually wrestled a pretty tough match there. You know, mullet or not, I want Jimmy Gillibon to do well. You've heard this here first, second, and third. But Randy Cruz goes and beats him. But, you know, Randy Cruz had a, um, just today, I think, just to bring up something other, he wrestled uh, Matthew Kolodzik from Princeton. Was that yesterday? Uh, it might have been yesterday, yeah. yeah. And, he, and Kolodzik beats him in overtime by taking him down, stepping the leg, and then reaching back and, you know, securing the takedown. Kolodzik is tough. I tell you what, he's a former Ohio boy. He is. He was he actually went to the Miami Valley School here in, uh, Dayton. Here in Dayton, Ohio. Um, he was the only kid on their wrestling team, so he kind of got to train with other teams as he as he wished. Um, and he was there for a couple of years before Graham then. Mainly, yeah. yeah, he wrestled for you know he would train with St. Paris Graham mainly, um, and then he finally made the made the switch and transferred out to Blair Prep Academy. And then now New Jersey's trying to claim him. No, he's 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 ours. Yeah, he's Ohio boy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> you know, so um, uh, Kalajic's had a hell of a season. Yes, undefeated. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Rather goes out there and he pins Lake Gardner in three fifty-five. And you know, we've heard, we've seen on the boards, the the Matt.com boards, is Micah Jordan or, or Flow Wrestling posted? Is Micah Jordan going to be a problem for Zane Rutherford? Look, Micah Jordan beats Lake Gardner late by one point, and Zane Rutherford pins him in three minutes and thirty-five seconds. Let's. You know, let's look. I'm a Micah Jordan fan. I'm pretty sure Brandon Olinger is a Micah Jordan fan, and I think that that match if they wrestled tomorrow in my backyard when I set up a mat, it's it's major at at best for Micah Jordan. Yeah, I, you know, the unfortunate thing is is Micah is so good on his feet, and I think he might be able to neutralize Zane a little bit on his feet, maybe even get some takedowns. The problem is is how good Zane is on top. Um, his top game is probably one of the best in the country right now, and that's ultimately where he really beats people. That's why he, you know, he gets so many bonus points, so many pens. 
Um, he, I, you know, he's going to be one of the front runners for the Hodges uh, Hodge Trophy this year. I, I just don't see it being anything yeah. less than a major. And, and he he's a good person too, as well. And you know, the only reason why I know that is because he did an interview with uh, Richard Emmel from the Matt dot com. Um, Richard Emmel has a podcast called Bonus Points. I would suggest going and listening to that if you haven't. But, I mean, if you're listening to our podcast, then you've probably already listened to all the really good ones. Um, <laughs> but I would suggest going to listen to that one because I tell you what, Zane Rutherford, um, it, really neat person, really tough wrestler. Only want to talk about one more match here, and that's Ryan Preish or Price? I think it's Preish. Preish versus Shakur Rashid. He beats him 6-3. to three. Preach at the time was ranked 19. Shakur Rashid was ranked 12, which was interesting because they're swapping Shakur Rashid and Gino Morelli, right? Correct. I don't think Penn State's fully decided who's going to wrestle that 174 weight class right now. In my opinion, I think Rashid has the better results um, uh, out there. I think he would be the better person to put in that weight class. But, you know, it's to be determined on and, what they're going to do with that. And let me tell you why Why I think that may be a problem is because Shakur Rashid had a real bad pull at 165. And I tell you what, that dude looks like he's got like 3% body fat at 74. He really, really? does. He really does. I, he looks, he's tall. He's, you know, I, it might be their best interest to wrestle Gino Morelli. But anyways, pre-19 seed comes out there and has a nice 6-3 to win. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a duel that I really wanted to highlight. And there's one more duel that actually happened today. And I'm going to pull it up real quick if I can find it. And uh, b- before, go ahead, Brandon. Bef- yeah, before you move on to that, I'm kind of curious. What is your take on uh, on the top teams in the country right now? I mean, obviously, you got Penn State. You got Oklahoma State. We got Ohio State. You know, Iowa, uh, Iowa and their fans always think either, you know, they're in it or that somebody's stalling. Um, so what, what's your take on that? I mean, P- does Penn State scare you as much as it does other people? Yeah, I think Penn State is, uh, you know, they. I think in, until proven guilty, um, they're the best team in the country. You think so? Yeah, and, and I think I think the fact that it's, I think they have a champ at 125. I really do, Brandon. I think after watching him wrestle, Gilman is tough, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, so I shouldn't say they have a champ, but they have a top two guy. I don't see anybody else beating him. Yeah, to be honest with you, I mean, I, at this point, I would have to pencil Nick Soriano as the number two guy at 125. Um, you know at 149, Zane Rutherford is going to win. He's going to pick up bonus bonus points along the way. Well, and then at 41, they got Jimmy Goulbon, returning All-American, who I think may figure it out and sneak on the podium. Um, this is going to be one that you and I are going to have to disagree with on. I think 141 is so deep, and he he really looks like he's checked out at this point in time. I mean, we hope he hasn't, um, and yes, he is a returning All-American, but I just think that weight class is so so deep right now that he would have to really it's be really on top of his game really to get on that point. podium at 141. But they so will. So let's go back. Let's go back and let's go back and, and I apologize about interrupting. Let's go back. So we're saying maybe 133. You know, from what we've seen, not an All American, right? Um, at this point, I would say no. But that weight class after the top three is pretty wide open. Okay, 141. I can't see it. Not an All American. 49. We got a champ. I think, 57, we got a champ. And they're both going to pick up yeah. lots of bonus points along oh, the way. Oh, my goodness. 65. I think, I think um, you know, Vincenzo Joseph, I think he's not wrestling in his optimal weight. And the reason why I say that is I think is he's because, small, don't you? Yeah, I think he's small because what, you, what are you going to do, draft a 40, 49 or 57? No, you're not going to do that. Um, so, but, you know. He, you can't do that. Yeah, he's beating Chad Walsh from Ryder. Yeah, that was a good win, returning um, All-American Chad Walsh. So I, I think that he's a round of 12 guy. And when I mean that, I mean round of 12 or better. Right, like I think he's sure. there. Um, Seventy-four. You think Bo Nichols in the finals? 
Well, we're talking about 74. I'm sorry. Yeah, 74. I think that Gina Morelli or Shakur Rashid, either one, I think coin flip, and I think coin flipped All-American. Really? At 74, really? Yeah, I, you know, I think coin flipped All-American. I, okay. I, I'm not, you think that okay. they're, you think they're an All-American? I don't think they're going to get an All-American at 74. Now, so I mean, you're low on Penn State right now. I'm not low on Penn State. I think they have the top-end firepower at a handful of weight classes that they're going to score a lot of points on. And you've, we've yeah. already talked 125, 149, 157, um, obviously 184 with Bo Nickel. Um, I do think McCutcheon, Matt McCutcheon at 197 is going to score some points, um, maybe even get on that podium. Maybe get a seventh or eighth. Yeah, right? after the top th- you know, three or four guys sure. in that weight class, it's pretty open. Um, I think after the top three guys at, at heavyweight, that's an open weight class. Well, I, like so I, 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 think- I like Tanner Hall. I like Tanner Hall. Nick Nevels, I think Nick Nevels. Well, yeah, after the top three or four guys at 285, yeah. um, I think it's open. And so I do. I can't see Nick Nevels getting on the podium there. Um, but you're right. You you just brought up a great point. I'm not sure Penn State is as strong now. And, and you know, may, that might have been some of the flow wrestling inner Matt bias coming before him saying, "Oh, Jerry Cortez is guaranteed All American." Um, you know, whoever's there at 74 is going to be guaranteed All guaranteed All American. You know, they have some holes that Oklahoma State doesn't. Oklahoma State, I think, has probably, I would agree that they have the better tool, dual team top to bottom. Um, the one thing that Penn State has going for them, which is the scariest thing, is that they're good guys that are going to All-American and place high and many of them are going to win national championships is they're going to pick up a lot of bonus points along the way throughout the tournament. So that's where... I wonder if a team like Oklahoma State or even Ohio State is going to be able to hang with that. I think that Ohio State, their guys that are gunning for national championships, you know, uh, Bo Jordan can pick up bonus points along the way. Sure, sure. I think Kyle Snyder can pick up bonus points at heavyweight along the way. I don't think he's, he's going to pin a lot way. of guys. He's pinning his way to the finals. You, th- you think he's going to pin Medbury? Did you see? Did you see Alex Myers tap out when he put him in that freaking three-quarter Nelson? No, I saw Austin Myers tap Austin out when Myers. he put him in that three-quarter tap Nelson. What was yeah, what's the Myers guy that played Austin Powers? I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. What's that got to do with this? Because well, he played Austin Powers. Austin Powers, Michael Myers, Austin Myers. There we go. I think Kyle Snyder is going to pick up bonus points along the way. I'm not sure he bonuses Medbury, and the only reason I no, say he that, bonus no, Medbury, you know, took that Olympic red shirt last year, and not only did he travel throughout other parts of the world to train, he was also Kyle Snyder's main training partner in Rio for the Olympics. So they got a little bit of history there. It's going to be a, a real interesting matchup. I don't know if Ohio State has the bonus point potential to keep up with Penn State, but I'll tell you this. I, think I do, do I think, think they, do. they have the better lineup top to bottom than Penn State. Great point, Brandon. And I think they got some bonus point potential. Let me tell you where they At got it. At some weight classes, let yes. They, let me tell you where they got it. Break they, it down for us. They got it at 133. They got it at 149. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not sure. That, you know, at beyond the quarters, I'm not sure Mike is bonusing at the time, but he's got it sure. at 149. They got it at 174. And I'll tell you what, Miles Martin is just a bonus point machine right now. I know it's a tough weight. But I think he's going to bonus some guys early on, and Kyle Snyder is going to bonus his way, I think, into the semis. Do you do you think that Miles Martin is going to bonus the good guys? No, I'm. I think he's going to bonus his way into. What are we talking about? Good. Like I think he's going to bonus his way into the semis. Into the semis. Okay. And then I think you know, um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, in Oklahoma State, they, they. I mean, they're just. I, I think that every one of their people on their teams ranked like top twelve. It's crazy. 
they are, but this year there there is definitely a few weight classes that are not as deep as they were in years past. So they have some guys ranked high that I, I'm not so sure have necessarily earned that ranking just yet. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. So anyway, what's that other duel well, you want to talk yeah, about? No, I want to talk about the Ohio Missouri duel meet that happened today this this Sunday. Yeah. I, I, you know, and the reason why I want to talk about that is because Ohio State just wrestled Missouri, and obviously we're from Ohio, and I think there's some interesting results. So I'm going to start at 125. So Aaron Acid wrestled Shakira Laney, and you know we talked about Aaron Acid earlier. Because, both Ohio guys, yeah, by the way. Both Ohio guys. Uh, Gro- uh, Sh- Shakira Laney was he a Groveport Madison guy? Yes. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Cruiser, right? We got to meet him this weekend. <laughs> um, what a what an interesting fella! That, that dude is awesome. I, I want to be him. I want to have his energy. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Nine o'clock at night yeah. after after uh, selling Rudis gear all day long at a wrestling. Yeah. Tournament. By the way, go buy Rudis gear from uh, Cruiser because he's the man. You're wearing a Rudis gear shirt right me, now. And yeah. I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah. Yeah. He gave it to me. For, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I paid full price. He actually charged me extra. <laughs> I was like, it said 25 bucks online. He's like, it's 35 for you, my friend. <laughs> but anyways, the reason why I want to talk about this duel from Ohio, Missouri, beyond the fact that, you know, we are, you know, we like the Bobcats. So Aaron Assad wrestled Shakur Laney. So let's 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 uh, do transitive a little bit. Aaron Assad wrestled. Um, um, and he's held, a backup. Yeah. Aaron Acid backup, is the backup. Acid, yeah. He's a backup to uh, Barlow McGee. Wrestles. Um, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. And, and Rodriguez beats him three to one. Yes. And we're thinking, you know, and some people are thinking, oh, my God, we just beat back up three to one. You know, Aaron Acid, Acid just beat Shakur Laney 16 to one. Shakur Laney, all he did last year was qualify for the national tournament. And uh, he's ranked in some prognostications um, as high as 17th this year and beat a guy by the name of Elijah Oliver from Indiana who's really tough. So we've got this guy, Shakur Laney, who's, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's a, he's a top guy in the country. And a backup beats him sixteen to one. We're not talking about a backup squeaking out a win, right? No, I mean that's 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 a technical fall. That's a dominating win. Yeah, that you know when you win by fifteen points, the match is over. Yeah, but they do win the match. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And then, and then another one I want to talk about. You know, the Hurricane Ironman, mm-hmm. who uh, who kind of like blew a little bit through Columbus, and uh, you know we didn't really feel much of the. Feel much yeah, it was more like it wasn't even a tropical storm. Yeah, Ironman. it was almost like yeah, it was it was nothing. It was like a Sunday afternoon drizzle. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, I took my wife to brunch, <laughs> and um, he wrestled Cam Kelly, who's um, went to the national tournament last year, who's been ranked in and out of the prognostications um, this year, and uh, Ironman pins him in a minute and forty four seconds, catches him in a cradle. Mm-hmm. So, so now this Ohio State dual meet starts to look a little bit more like wow. Ohio State's legit. First match, Shakur, you know, Acid beats Shakur. Um, second match, Jaden beats Cam Kelly. We won both, or excuse me, I hate to say we. Ohio State won both of those matches. And then Sinan beats Noah Forrider 2-1. to one. Yeah, so, you know, that's a pretty interesting duel. And then, you know, and then, you know, after that, you keep on going. Um, another interesting one I thought was uh, uh, Daniel Lewis. Uh, at 165, who beat Bercher? Was it six to six to one? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I, I actually called for the pen on that, and I was proven wrong. So thank you. Are you eating some more crow? I'm definitely eating some crow. So Daniel Lewis um, wrestles Austin Reese, who's from uh, Ohio as well, obviously. And, and I mean, uh, Mechanicsburg, by yeah, the way. Mechanicsburg, yeah, where Caleb Romero's from. And 
you know, Austin Reese, Reese, I don't think he's ever been in and out of the rankings, but he's always been a, a solid, solid wrestler. Mm-hmm. Daniel Lewis beats him by tech fall. And Daniel Lewis beats Bircher 6-1. And that's why I love Bircher. Do, do we need to get on my Bircher crush again? No, I don't want to go over your Bircher just, crush right now. Should we just move on? You said he had la- love handles last time. Uh, you know what, Bircher? I looked at you with your uh, singlet down at the duel meet. You don't have love handles. I apologize about that. Um, if you'd like to cradle me and punch me in the nose, that's fine. Um... And then uh, what's interesting is Willie Nicholas wrestles in the stool meet, and then he only beats Nate Hall, um, three to one. Yeah, but I'm going to cut Nicholas a little slack here. He's been out for a while. Obviously, he had a serious enough knee injury where they were expecting him to be out six to eight weeks. So I'm going to cut him a little slack on that. He's probably just getting back on the mat, getting his timing back. He's a two-time All-American. Nicholas is going to be just fine. Yeah, and then Jaden Cox, uh, you know, he uh, tech falls uh, Devin King in uh, – Four minutes and 48 seconds. So don't worry about Jaden Cox, guys. <laughs> and, and finally, uh, Zach Parker from Ohio beats Austin Myers up 12 to 4. And, you know, it's funny, and I hate to, I hate to bring this up, but I got to because everybody does. And Brandon <laughs> Olinger's shaking his head at me. But all you dot netters and all you yappy listeners know, dude, Austin Myers' dad. He's all can, over those can message boards. Can you get boards. him off the message boards? Dude, he's on the mat. The only, You know the only board he's not on is Ohio.net because they don't let him on. Because he's got to use his real name. Yeah. And then he's on Yappy talking about how the the guys that Kyle Snyder lost to would have been pinned by Medbury and like over in uh, overseas. The guy's ridiculous. And you know what? I've, I've heard that Austin and Stefan are pretty good kids. Yeah, he's definitely a good kid. Um, obviously, quite possibly the product of a of a rough situation. But look at him. He's doing okay. He's wrestling. Uh, he's starting heavyweight for a, a D1 team, a D1 top 10 team in Missouri. So, um, you know, we, we do wish him the best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah, so I think that, you know, after that, um, Eastern Michigan wrestled Cleveland State today. Eastern Michigan. Did they win that duel? Yeah, Eastern Michigan kind of put it on them. What was the final score? Uh, I believe the final score was 38-12. to 12. But, you know, um, I think Cleveland State had a, a win or two. Um, Nick Corba, for our local guy, won. So it was, that's nice to see. So, you know, we, we always wish our Ohio guys good luck. Absolutely. Um, so good to recap the Ohio teams that have wrestled this weekend. Um, before we close out here – we have to mention it would not be right of us not to mention we've already talked about Logan Steber and James Green but the United States actually captured another medal at the World Championships yeah, we this did. weekend um Ali Reagan captured the silver medal um in the World Championships so big big props of her um getting bringing home yet another medal for the United States so let's see between the Olympics and the World Championships we had a bronze by Cox yeah. A gold by Snyder. Sure. A gold by Stever. A gold a by Helen Marulis. A gold by Helen Marulis. And a silver by Ali Reagan. That's five medals. Five medals. Five medals in the last few months on the world scene. Um, and it's only getting better. And it's only getting better. I think we can all agree that the United States is definitely going in the right direction. Um, putting some really, really good guys out there battling it out with uh, overseas in the international competition. I agree. Brandon, you know what? I just want to say one thing. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you too, Ben. All right, man. Hey, you guys have been listening to the Inside Trip. We hope again for the second week we took you on a trip inside wrestling. Thanks for listening. Peace.